Hello and welcome to the Golf.com podcast. I am your host, Sean Zock, and today I am surrounded by the many brains behind Golf.com. Too many brains behind Golf.com at times. In the studio with me today are Jeff Ritter, Alan Bastable, Dylan DeChair, and last but not least, Josh Burhow, the editor of Golf Magazine, is also in attendance, though he is far removed from any of the microphones. His name is David Denunzio. Why so many people, you ask? Well, it's the end of 2017. We are looking towards 2018, and the more the merrier, really. With 2018 so deeply ingrained in our focus, we're all going to discuss predictions for the upcoming year. Call them bowl predictions, if you will. We'll see how bold they really are, but they each have the floor, and the group will decide if the prediction is too bold, not bold at all, or just bold enough. Goldilocks style. So with that, gentlemen, welcome. Is anyone here feeling bold? I feel crowded. You feel crowded. I feel like I don't know if, the, if we want the audience to understand what this room is like in this moment. This is usually a two-man podcast, yeah, and, we, and you've, got, you've got the team. Is anybody feeling bold enough to go first? I'll go. Jeff. I made a joke last week that in preparation for this podcast, I was going to defrost my hot take. That's because it was not a hot take it was pretty cool. earlier this year. Yeah. But I feel like we can warm it back up for the purposes of the year-end podcast. Okay. So my, my bold prediction for next year is that Jordan Spieth, very popular golfer today, household name, the next year is going to be the year that he wins the career Grand Slam. The number- He's going to win the PGA Championship. And he's going to end this career Grand Slam talk speculation yeah. before it really gets gets rolling. He's going to win it next so year. So the number two golfer in the world, uh, a favorite in every single event he goes into. Jeff's predicting that to be a bold take, that he'd win a PGA championship. Seems semi-bold, Sean. Semi-bold. It was defrosted. Again, I, I, think it's, I think it's warm, and I think it's going to warm up as the year progresses. I think it would, get, it would get more and more bold if he like struggles to begin the season, right? It's a bolder take to say that he will not win a major next year than to say he will win a major this next year. Yeah, so, Jeff, I think I need you to make it a little more bold. Like, I want to know how many... Would you want me to win by... He wins by five? Is that what you want me to say? Is that what I'm supposed to do in this... uh, You tell me what you think he'll win by, but, I mean, if you're going to say he wins by one uh, in his second time playing the PGA with a chance to... To complete the career Grand Slam, I guess I just kind of I wanted a little bit more. My my data analytics team didn't get back with me with an exact uh, number, <laughs> but yeah, I think okay. I mean, if he's going to win it next year, right? It's going to be. I, I think he'll do it comfortably. Yeah. I think he'll I think he'll have it in hand over those closing holes, and it'll be this will be a coronation, a celebration of the first career Grand Slam golf has seen since Tiger. Yeah, well, so it's it's going to be comfortable. So I'll say I'll say five. You want me to say five, don't you? I feel I, like the room I wants do. me to say five. I do. I'll say five. It'll, it'll happen at Bell Reeve in St. Louis. Uh, I think only maybe two or three people in this room could have told you where the PGA Championship is going to be next yeah, year. Yeah, it's not good. It's going to okay. be in the, the heat of the summer, right, in sweaty St. Louis. It's going to be muggy. Uh, the last time a, a tour event was held there was the BMW in 2008. Can anybody in this room tell me who won that event? It's a sign of the times, really. Camilo Vajegas won the event. And my second guess. Tying for third was Anthony Kim. Here, will Camilo Vajegas win another PGA Tour event? Uh, it would. I think a bold prediction no. would be to say yes, yeah. and I don't think any of us are ready to go there. Is he still? Is he still on the PGA Tour? Is he still playing? For he, he's still playing. I think uh, um, a different question would be: Do you think Dylan's going to speak up today, or is he just? He's biding his time. I'm feeling a little crowded over here. Josh is kind of pressuring me. I'm hovering. Hey, I have a good talker, though. Now, kind of 
kind of building off Jeff's answer here, what is more bold? Is it Rory completing the Grand Slam at the at Augusta or Spieth completing it at the PGA? Mm. Or Phil at the Phil at the U.S. Open? Which one well, of those three? <laughs> oh. the, the most bold, I think, would be to predict Phil. Yeah, right? probably. 47-year-old, going on 48, mm-hmm. old man Mickelson. Uh, as far as the young guys go, I think it'd be most bold to say Rory because he just – he seems to fall apart there. Like he has like three double bogeys every year at Augusta, and yeah. that just kind of dooms him. Speed doesn't have scar tissue yet. Yeah, I mean, he's had one shot at it, and it was fresh off the open win anyway. So it was like he was just kind of riding the wave that week. He yeah. hasn't he hasn't gone in no, and really like. That's nonsense. Yeah. I think yeah. Rory's the scar tissue talk is like ridiculous. Why any player his age? Because he's proven he can dominate tournaments like any like nobody else, and I don't buy the fact that he like gets nervous when he steps up to the 10th tee at Augusta or yeah. anywhere else. Uh, I like Rory a lot. Now, I think he's going to break out again next year. I think he could win a couple majors. That's this something. An, this is kind of infringing on That's, my take here. Ooh. So ooh. I don't know if this is a transition. All right, transition. I, I was teeing you up. Take uh, jealousy. You're almost trying to co-opt my By take. By the way, nobody can see us. Dylan and Josh look like they're about to sing a Christmas duet. They're so, <laughs> they're so close to the microphone. Stay tuned. Later. Separate podcast. All right, Dylan, let's hear your. your On December 31st, 2018, the last day of this coming year, Rory McElroy will be the world's number one ranked golfer. Wow. He's he's currently number 10. Uh, By the time 2018 starts, he'll be ranked number 11. So you think that McElroy, I mean, what what is he going to do? Is it like a, a two major season? Is it a three or four win season? How does he. From outside the top 10, he's going to win multiple majors. Ooh. Ooh, this is getting really it's getting warm. Yep, real bold. Man, I didn't know we were going to go here. But Which now ones? We're here. <laughs> Which ones? U.S. Open lock. Lock at Shinnecock. It's probably going to win the PGA also. Uh, <laughs> makes it tough for me and Jeff's takes to coexist. Cannot, yeah. Uh, I guess when it comes to Rory, though, it, it's not only about him, right? Dustin Johnson, best player in the world. Jordan Spieth, second best player in the world. All these guys going down the line are already at legs up on Rory. That's so. what makes this hard. Dustin's got a big lead right now. Um, you know, the point system for a world golf ranking is kind of a nightmare, but Dustin has a big-time lead, especially over Rory. Uh, that's why he needs to win a bunch. He's playing a bunch of events, even leading up to the Masters, which I think is good. And just hearing him talk, it sounds like he's hungry. He wants this. He needs to win, I think, more than some other guys. Um and Rory's got a little edge to him that I just really like. So this is also just something I'm rooting for in addition to believing in. Haven't we been kind of waiting for that bounce back year from Rory for years now? Like we thought, yeah. ooh, 2015 was rough. 2016, he'll get it. No, 2017, he'll really get it. He'll get that major back. And I think we're kind of singing the same tune again this season. Yeah. I think he plays well, but I think mathematically it's the, it's too high too a hill to climb. I mean, I, you know the stuff better than I do, but um, – I think there were too many guys, not only ahead of him, but but guys who are going to also play well next year. So even if Rory wins two majors, I feel like yeah. you need to see a real dip from from Dustin DJ and, and Spieth. Spieth and others for Rory to to ascend. Sounds like my take is being approved yes. as properly bold. Properly bold, I would, I'll I'll <laughs> say so. Yeah, I mean that's what we're looking for here is boldness, but things that you actually still believe in, and you believe that Rory be number one going into 2019. That's I mean. It's 360 something days from now. It's 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 a ways out there, but it works, I guess, for now. But the the OWGR is on a cycle too. So you look at right now, Rory, Rory and Day were one and two. Day one, Rory two, beginning of this year, right? 
And mm, now look where right. they are. So yeah. look, that's I think day, a lot can change. What's day right now? Is he? He's outside the top ten. Outside ten or eleven or yeah. twelve or something. Struggling. So yeah, that's how much it can change in the matter of a year. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, we got two bold takes, two bold predictions down. I know there are at least two more waiting in the room, possibly three, possibly four, if Denon steps up to the mic. Anyone else feeling bold enough right now to kind of put it all out there? I'm ready. Josh is ready. So I had a John Rahm bold take, which I ended up changing later. And Why did you change from John Rahm? Did you, did you learn that what you had prepared was just really not that bold I just thought it was kind all? of boring. He's number five player in the world. He's expected to do well. I was going to say he... Will win four times on tour, five overall, which I guess you could say that's bold, but maybe expected too. He's an up and coming guy. Let the record show that started at three wins, and then you were questioned by email on the way to work. <laughs> yep. And he came in with tears in his eyes, that because his, his bold rattled. take had been questioned, so he he redirected course. To, anyway, uh, Tiger. Anyway, just answer this question. No, first. I thought did, we needed a little tiger. Did you, did too. you get shook on the way to work a little bit when no, the boss three, called you out? No, three's right. I probably should have said four to make it more bold because he did win. He won three times. He won three year. times last year. Yeah, or this so year. How was that yeah. a bold take? Just yeah. replicating what he did. No, this year. It was, I I said three times on the PGA tour. Why are we going after my <laughs> take that I didn't even like use? The morning meeting all over again. <laughs> this is perfect. Okay, so my take I actually decided to use. Yes. Which I might be under just as much scrutiny for this one, Tiger Woods will be healthy and play a full Tiger Woods-like schedule in 2018. And and you got to define that with a number of events before we move he forward. He will play 10-plus events, Okay. which, yeah, big deal. Tiger hasn't played more than 10 events. He, he's played more than 10 events on tour once in the last four years. Josh and I had a heated debate about this topic It got earlier. tense. It got, it got about as intense as any debate we've had in the office, not just him and I, but anybody in the office over the past couple months. I said that that's not bold because I look at Tiger Woods, a guy that we just saw play some pretty impressive golf in the Bahamas without any alarm at all, no grabbing of his back, no issues. He looks like a healthy golfer. And I figured healthy golfer wants to play the PGA Tour will probably play golf. I don't think it's a bold take because of that. Josh, you feel that it is bold because you're just looking at the past four years, right? You, you see a guy that has been broken down. He's aging. That's why you think it's bold that him... Play. I think it's bold because I don't think you can loop Tiger in with everyone else. He's had four back surgeries. He's had the chip yips. He's had the DUI arrest, the pain medication going treatment for that. He's had all these things, all these other things that other golfers haven't had to deal with. And the you can't... Nothing is guaranteed for him anymore. Yeah, he's a separate case. So I just think you have to grade him differently than everyone else. So saying a guy, saying Jordan Spieth, let's say Jordan Spieth was Ooh, out for a year because oh, he goes hurt. I thought okay? he was going to go straight at Jeff's take. <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Jordan Spieth, let's say Jordan Spieth misses time, back back surgery, whatever, he's out for a year. Saying he plays a full schedule the next year, I don't think is crazy because, yeah, he's healthy, he's back. But Tiger's been out for so long, mm -hmm. and you can't guarantee anything for someone who's going to be 42 in like a week and a half. So what's the 10? So let's say four majors, right? Does the hero count as a start? No. No. Nope. So, uh, so 11, at least 11 starts. Figure so, he plays Riviera, Torrey Pines, six. Hmm. There he goes to the cell phone. Uh, let, me hey, look, let me look, Alan. I knew this was coming. I wanted to make sure <laughs> I have it in order. Uh, I wrote down real quick 11 events here. Farmers, Genesis, Honda, Bay Hill, Augusta, Players, Memorial, U.S. Open, the National, <laughs> the Open, and the PGA. 
Okay. I didn't include Byron Nelson, Pebble, Wells Fargo, Colonial, and Zurich. That's crazy. I'm team That's... up with Phil there, oh by the way. But so there's nothing between the yeah, it's really Open and the PGA. He's got to play something. I think. Well, I didn't have anything there, Jeff. I think have probably light. I think the only event he could play would be the RBC because he won't be playing in Bridgestone, the Bridgestone event, because right. he's uh, he's not hasn't been a good golfer for he's a long gotta, time. He's it's part of climb. this part of this lukewarm take then that <laughs> Tiger does not make it to the playoff. No, he does not make the playoff. No. So yeah, you've really you've really given yourself a I don't know a relative floor and a pretty low ceiling here because you don't think he's going to win like you're not confident enough that you'll say he'll, he'll top five it here or there you, you just he really, might mix you in a top see. i'm not going to say he's going to win something i think he'll mm-hmm. make the cut in about half those maybe okay um anyone in this Ryder Cup team? I, this was my this was my tiger as, take as player, this was my tiger takes take that tiger would be a captain's pick for the Ryder cup and be justin rose in a singles match so i think all this this healthy 2018 that I'm predicting, Sean, uh, I think that leads up to some good faith in Tiger's form, yeah. at least enough for a Ryder Cup captain's pick. Personally, on the spectrum from cold to bold, I'm kind of shivering, but that's just me. Let's put this up against Jeff's take, which we kind of thought was a little on the cold side. Yeah. Jordan Spieth winning the PGA would be what, like a 1-7, in 1-8 in eight type chance? Tiger playing 10 events, that's probably like 50-50. I think that's probably He's fair. probably planning to play 13 to that. 15. I don't agree with that. I would, I would say it's like a 30% chance. We'll see. I knew this was going to happen. I looked up the act, the definition of the word bold yeah. before coming in here. Uh, the ability to take risks. Courageous. Can so, we turn his microphone off? First Tiger. Of all, first of all, I thought we were supposed to not do research for this. <laughs> Tiger. Just enough. Betting on Tiger to play a full season healthy is the definition of risk. Yeah. Boom! I'm not respond to that. That's uh, eleven, twelve stars is not a full season. Can we, can we can we segue to the final? Somehow, take? somehow you can get us towards the Ryder Cup. Yeah, I will because that's why I teed him up with that question. It was yeah. really selfishly trying to segue to my take. Uh, Europe will win the Ryder Cup next year, and I feel like I'm already getting looks like what a strong ooh. take. take yeah, the you, only other team entered in the have event. Have you seen? Have you seen one? Have you seen one pundit or expert or player or journalist, anybody, suggest that Europe has a fighting chance in that competition? No. no. We've, ones we've from seen, Europe, I we've, think, are the only ones. We've seen the opposite, actually. Yeah. So our, our esteemed colleague, Alan Shipnick, obviously went to bat. He's suggesting that this thing's not going to be competition for the next, you know, six, eight, ten years. Um, I disagree. I just think there's too much. There's too many variables that week. Let's name them. Well, for one, you don't know how anybody's going to play that week, which has been proven time and time again. Uh, you know, we went through this phase. We've seen it. We've seen it play out so many times where you think the team's going to dominate, and then, you know, in the case of Europe in recent years, where we thought the U.S. had a dominant team going back a few years, uh, okay. what happened? They started putting the lights out, and it made all the difference, and they lost. So. I think just to sort of, you know, to not even entertain the idea that, that Europe can be can be competitive that week is insane. I will say that within the European rankings, it's a little bit different because they have, like, European rankings and then they have world rankings. Number eight in the European rankings is a guy named Scott Jameson. Scotty. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you are a deer in headlights right now because you have no idea who Scott James. No, is. I did. I actually looked at the at the <laughs> there were there were some other names I didn't recognize, not just Scott Jameson. Yeah, but uh, Thomas Bjorn, who as we all know is the European captain, he will have four wildcard picks uh, next year, which a lot of people may not be aware of. Mm-hmm. So that'll give him a little bit more versatility to pick some pick some guys who've performed over the years. He's not going to be as locked in as. Some previous captains have been. So how how uh, to you? I mean, like to me, I don't think it's a big deal because at this at this point, these guys that play at least from both teams, so they're playing like an international schedule. I don't see the home field advantage being as much of an issue. I've never been to a, Euro, a European base Ryder Cup though. Like, how big is the home base an issue for the Americans? No, I think it's big. I think it's a big factor. Uh, they're they're crazy over there, just like it is in the U.S. You know, they they it's a it's a big edge, and I think. You know, they're t- the way we're talking about the crowds in Paris, they're going to be biggest, biggest crowds of the Ryder Cup ever. And you were at Hazeltine. I mean, that was yeah, un- unlike any event I've been at. Uh, you know, there must have been around that first green on Sunday, there must have been 25,000, 30,000 people. I mean, it's massive. Yeah, you're going out on a little bit of a limb. I mean, because you, you look at the American team, and you've got U.S. Open champion, British Open champion, PGA champion, Ricky Fowler, number seven player in the world. Dustin Johnson, number one player in the world. Matt Kuchar, number 15. Patrick Reed's Captain America. I mean, yeah. They, they don't have Eddie Pepperdell <laughs> Pepper, on their team. Pepperell. Justin Thomas Pepperell, didn't even play. In the how do you pronounce question. it? Pepper, Pe- Pepperell? Pepperell. Pepperell? Yeah, I mean, you're, you're talking about the same group of guys who almost won the President's Cup on a Saturday. Yeah. In Allen's defense, they will have the world number one on their team. Oh. Yeah. Rory McIlroy. Or at least trend, maybe trending in that direction. <laughs> Because this will be late September, not late just late late December. But. There's a good chance he'll be there already. Josh, you actually, I mean, you and Alan have kind of gone back and forth today a little bit through email and whatever. You think this is as lukewarm as we think yours is? I mean, yeah, you got to give us a reason. The or best two. golfers in the world. It's a three day event. I mean, anything can happen over you know a three day event when you have athletes of that caliber, and it's not like you have to beat out. A field of 125 guys it's you have to beat one team so it's a coin flip i mean essentially the americans are heavily favored but it's either one team wins or the other team wins so okay. yeah not not very bold in my book sean lest i remind him i'm signing his holiday bonus check in three days you might want to retract that statement all right well before we go i want to go through a little exercise i want each of you to step up to your respective mics and you cannot vote for your own as the boldest take i want you to to vote for someone else in the room and and offer what you thought was the boldest and it cannot be your own dylan you can go first before we get there you've been throwing a little shade at other people's takes sean i was wondering if you have a bold prediction of your own you want me to go there you just sit on your pedestal and judge everyone (laughs) uh my bold prediction uh i went into the set last week for tour confidential and i said that i think phil mickelson at 47 years young will win the masters will win his fourth green jacket uh, I think it's very bold because he'd be the oldest champion ever at Augusta. It's not that bold because yeah. people, as Josh said, bring this up every year. Yeah, more of an old take than a bold take. Yeah, is yeah. it that? Is it, but does it does it not? Is it not bold at all? I don't you think I, it's cliched. I would say it's cliched. I mean, it's it, if it happened, yeah, it's 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 a big story. It doesn't give me that fired up. But it's not. Yeah, people have been saying that for. But yeah, percentage the last wise, five I mean, or six years. If you want to put your money behind that take, you could probably get a pretty good return. Yeah. You think he'll miss Bones there? Of course. I think he misses Bones everywhere he goes. Even like today. Mm-hmm. When he goes home 
to California for the for the winter. I think he long drives through the California coast, yeah. just At looking out his window. Bit. He thinks about it. You think when he's not driving for like an hour, he's probably not driving anywhere. You think when he's not flying first class and Bones isn't sitting there ready to pick up the bag when he gets to wherever he's going, he's probably thinking about it a little bit. But I've also learned something about Phil Mickelson that whenever we doubt him on any stage, this most recent President's Cup being the, the most recent one, that he, he tends to perform pretty well. That's my that's my bold take. I have a question about the vote that we're about to take. Yeah. Are we voting for the boldest or are we voting for a combination of bold but also one that we feel might be correct? I like a combination. Okay. So it's like, yeah, there's multiple yeah. things to consider here when you pick your favorite the bold, the bold takes. as far out as someone else went on a limb, and then you would also join them out on that limb. Okay. I so feel two, really two good about factor my take standing up here, but I'm going to go with Jeff's take if we Welcome. can include the amendment that Jordan Spieth will win the PGA Championship by five or more shots. Yes, I'm on that's board. included. Okay. Uh, that's one vote for Jeff. Josh, you can go next. I think Dylan was the boldest if the if it's mathematically proven that that can actually happen. Of course it can. I mean, he can win tw- he can <laughs> yeah. win, he can win 12 events this year. Well, yeah, I guess if he wins 12 events. Yeah, but what if Dustin Johnson wins 12 events? Well, then he won't then Rory will not be number yeah, 1. There won't be so. many left for the rest of the field <laughs> if they're each winning 12 events. All right, one vote for Jeff, one vote for Dylan. Jeff, you got to step at the table now. I'm going to further complicate the oh, vote. Yeah. By going with Allen yes. and the European Ryder Cup team, <laughs> oh my goodness! I have not. The, the, the great wild card is Europe has not been an underdog in Europe, uh, really, with this group of players. And uh, I think it's at. I think it is at best a coin flip. U.S. will go in. I think it's fair to say as a favorite, but I think really it is probably a fifty-fifty match. And it's easy to imagine Europe being energized and everything going their way for a week and winning that. So. Okay. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with AB here. All right, Alan, uh, yeah. you're not gonna be the deciding vote, but you will add to it. Obviously, we got three votes: one for Jeff, one for yourself, and one for Dylan. About to have two I'd, for myself. Yeah, I don't. I know you're not gonna vote for Josh. <clears throat> what was your take? I can't remember. <laughs> uh, Tiger Woods. Tiger. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm really not left with too many good options here, but I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna go with Rory McIlroy only because it it aligns nicely with my take. So if Rory is indeed playing that well, he could single-handedly, single-handedly. carry Europe to victory in can, Paris. Can anyone single-handedly carry a Ryder Cup team? I, if anyone can, it's our man Rory. That's probably right. Uh, I also agree with you. I think Dylan's take is the boldest that I could also see happening and and also believe in it. Denon's, you got anything to say about these takes? None as bold as the beard Sean has been trying to grow in the past three weeks. Three weeks. That's bold. Five weeks. Five uh, weeks of growing yeah. a beard. And it's happening, so bold and true. Yeah. Impressive. You can't see it uh, on the podcast, unfortunately. I could maybe like get next to the mic and help people hear it a little bit, but that's good for now. That is more than enough predictions for 2018, even more than we planned on when we started. I predict that in 2018, our podcast will be even better than it was this year. Actually, I guarantee that happens. But only if you keep listening, providing feedback, and rating us five stars on iTunes, SoundCloud, or whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. Until then, happy holidays. I'm your host, Sean Zock.